Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live mic. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor of BondSteelCurtain.com. And we're bringing it to you again, hanging out this week, uh, talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, who were victors against the Denver Broncos, moving up to 2-3 and three in the season with Sunday night football up ahead against the Seattle Seahawks, the Russell wilson list. Seattle Seahawks, I should add. Uh, the Steelers are uh, sitting pretty right now, despite the current losing record. The way their schedule is set up, uh, they have a chance to go on a bit of a run here. Get above 500 and enjoy a bye week and hopefully get healthy. Uh, obviously, that's uh, going to be a ton of stuff co- covered over on the website and throughout the rest of the podcast platform. But today, first and foremost, I wanted to talk about Pittsburgh Steelers' first-round pick, Najee Harris. Uh, of course, uh, the super running back has uh, been lighting it up. He's consistently been honestly the Steelers' best offensive player since the season started. Um, Despite not having those kind of crazy statistical games quite yet aside from that uh, big time uh, receiving day against the Benga, against the Bengals uh, in that uh, receiving output Najee Harris hasn't really quite taken off as a runner yet until Sunday's game against the Denver Broncos and boom just like that it happens uh, the Steelers start pushing guys back at the line of scrimmage Harris is hitting the creases uh, big carries every other play it felt like and uh, Harris ended up rushing the ball 
more times than Ben Roethlisberger threw it. And really, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's the recipe for success here in 2021. Uh, one of the things I've uh, kind of harped on is wanting to see uh, the Steelers be able to run the ball. And for the offense to prove to me that they could uh, actually hang in there with the best of the best in the NFL. And now they've done it. Uh, they did it against the Broncos. That's one of the better defenses you're going to find across the NFL. And the Steelers were able to put up 27 points against them. That is significant. And a lot of that has to do with the engine. That is Najee Harris. And uh, what he was able to do and why he was so successful against that team this past week. Now, one of the things that uh, we see from Harris and have kind of started to see trend the last number of weeks is that when he gets to contact, he's the kind of back that falls forward. He pushes the pile a couple extra yards. He doesn't just go down. Um, for whatever reason, he's able to keep his feet underneath him, churn those legs, and pick up a couple extra yards every single time he touches the ball. Uh, if that first contact isn't behind the line of scrimmage, that means every single time uh, he's hitting the line, it's a positive gain for the Steelers. And that's one of the things that only truly special backs have. Uh, one of those guys that uh, will be an obscure name from history, but uh, will always kind of, uh, when I think of running backs that push the pile forward, Arian Foster. Uh, former Houston Texans back when he was leading the NFL in rushing yards. I remember every time he touched the ball, that guy was falling forward for an extra two, three, four yards. Uh, maybe not pushing the pile like Harris is doing, but uh, anytime that guy had the rock in his hands, uh, it was going to be a positive game because he was able to kind of scoot through uh, defenders' legs and get some extra yards. And it's something that Harris has been able to do, uh, and the Steelers have gotten some success out of uh, having that kind of back in Najee Harris. This guy has really kind of com completely changed uh, what the Steelers have been able to do in uh, the running game. Of course, a year ago, having James Conner uh, compared to now, you can see the differences. Najee's definitely quicker, uh, a bit better vision. Uh, he he's just that big play guy that uh, breaks tackles. He pushes the pile, uh, and he just runs hard. Uh, of course, at the end of the game, uh, Harris dealt with some cramping issues. That's all that it was, though, according to Coach Tomlin, so he should be fine and uh, thankfully should be good to go against uh, Seattle in the Sunday night matchup. Now, for the Steelers to have this running game success continue with Najee Harris uh, and company, obviously what we saw against the Denver Broncos is something that's going to have to continue. Uh, Thankfully, with, with the Seattle Seahawks in town, coming to town, uh, they got a couple decent linebackers. Uh, Jamal Adams is a guy that can step down and uh, deliver a hit behind the line of scrimmage. But uh, aside from that, they're not this uh, run-stuffing team that should scare anyone. Uh, the Steelers should be able to start piggybacking some of the success that Harris and the O-line have uh, seemingly started to put together and uh, start stacking these games. Once you're able to do that game after game, it just becomes easier. The team gets a little bit more confident. They start pushing guys backward. And all of a sudden, the running game just starts clicking. And honestly, I think that's uh, something we're to see from the Steelers as these weeks go on because of how the schedule's kind of uh, set up for them. They have a pr probably the nicest like slate of games uh, for them if uh, you're just looking at, at the schedule on paper uh, with some injuries and uh, just some good timing with who the Steelers' opponents are. Uh, they should have some success running the ball over the coming weeks. And with Harris, uh, right now, he's 
on pace for uh, over 1,700 total yards on the season, which is absolutely insane. Of course, that is uh, receiving and rushing total together. Uh, currently, he's uh, he's kind of on pace for a shade under 1,000 rushing yards, but of course, uh, the Steelers uh, seemingly look to uh, try to run the ball a little bit more here over the coming weeks. Uh, that, uh, that number will surely break that uh, four-figure plateau. Uh, if Harris is able to continue to run like how he did against Denver, and really uh, what this catalyst was that game in Green Bay, and we'll get to that in a moment, if he's able to do that, uh, he could be flirting with uh, some big-time stats, especially as a rookie, and perhaps uh, look to uh, break some of those records that the Steelers uh, have had for a, a number of years now with their rookie running backs. Of course, uh, it was, that was the first 100-yard game, I believe it was, in 30 consecutive games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, that's what Najee Harris was able to do pretty much got to 100 yards before halftime it's just one of those games that uh, he was on early and uh, ripped a couple big runs and honestly I think uh, I think this game is what we can kind of expect from Najee Harris for the foreseeable future and that's really exciting now, what I mentioned a little bit earlier with that Green Bay Packers game, the Steelers found some success in the run. Uh, they were able to push around uh, the Packers' front. Uh, they got their double teams up to the second level. Uh, and Harris was able to, to rip a couple decent carries. The problem is in that game, they fell behind pretty darn quick after that big first drive. After that, with the Steelers playing catch-up, it's the same old song and dance. And once you start running the ball, uh, that clock starts uh just fading quick uh, and you're not able to come back in game so uh, one of those things when you're down multiple scores you have to go through the air and that's uh, chunk yardage uh, stopping the clock that's that's the only way you can come back in games like that uh, so the Steelers starting hot and being able to keep the, their foot to the, the Broncos throat throughout the uh, the afternoon I should say uh, really allowed Najee Harris to flourish so uh, more often than not if the Steelers are, are now the team uh, starting the games off of the football I would expect a heavy dose of Najee Harris, uh, and until they're losing by a couple scores, I anticipate him to be a guy that uh, could be pacing the offense in terms of total touches, and uh, by the end of the games, I wouldn't be surprised when it came to uh, receptions and uh, total rushes, he would be the guy that is uh, leading the squad over Ben Roethlisberger, and really any other back or receiver, obviously. Uh, one of those funny things, too, when you're watching the game as well, uh, seeing how talented Harris was, a few times when the Steelers checked in Benny Snell or Kalen Balazs, uh, the Steelers struggled to run the ball still. Uh, Benny Snell, I, I know he still finished the game with 20 rushing yards on five carries, most of which coming from uh, two of those carries. Uh, after that, him and Balazs were met in the backfield often, didn't really show anything that promising at all. It was one of those things that was definitely frustrating uh, watching the game. So you can obviously see the talent level of Najee Harris compared to the other guys on the roster. It, it, it is noticeable and uh, it, extremely significant. The Steelers still have uh, Anthony McFarlane on the injured reserve, though. He will come back at some point this year. So uh, hopefully at some point in the coming weeks, uh, he'll he'll be able to get back on the field and play that significant RB2 role, that change of pace, that guy that's uh, the, the faster back, the smaller back, the guy that's uh, more of a jitterbug. Hopefully he can hit and start uh, getting those uh, those his eyes in the right place, just being able to hit the right holes, uh, just attack the line of scrimmage in the proper place, which was really his 
his biggest issue uh, in his rookie season. So hopefully that's the one-two punch for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because behind Harris right now, I don't think they have a whole heck of a lot of anything. Uh, and the Steelers probably, uh, with an eye to the next offseason, should definitely consider uh, loading up uh, different backs to uh, be the guys to back up Najee Harris. I don't think uh, if uh, something were to happen to the Steelers' top back, I don't think the contingency plan right now is set up very well at all. Now, with Najee Harris as well, uh, one of the things that uh, I've kind of seen uh, kind of blow up on social media a little bit was the uh, the old Rookie of the Year uh, odds and uh, stuff like that. Just 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 the overall whatnot of uh, Najee Harris competing with the other rookies across the NFL. First and foremost, he's still leading all those rookies in total yardage, which is a big thing. We know how much uh, when it comes to those O'Roy uh, voting and uh, just how that generally works out uh, with the quarterbacks across the rookie quarterbacks across the league struggling uh, voters love yardage they love touchdowns right now if it was up to me and uh, I had a, to pick between two guys that I thought uh, NFL writers would be picking for offensive rookie of the year I'd say it's between Jamar Chase and Najee Harris if the Steelers are able to stack a couple more wins uh, that would definitely uh, favor Harris a whole heck of a lot more but uh, of course with the Bengals win over the Steelers and uh, Jamar Chase's kind of highlight real play plays. I think that's the way uh, voters would want to go with it. Of course, me being a former offensive lineman. I'd also love to tell you Rashawn Slater is uh, someone that uh, you should watch out for, but uh, voters don't like uh, putting anything on uh, offensive linemen, despite Slater being arguably one of the, the best left tackles in football. And yeah, no, I, I said that he's, one of, he's been one of the best tackles in the game, but uh, the, the Steelers don't play the Chargers for a number of weeks. So uh, we'll get to that bridge when we need to cross it. Harris himself, though, if he's able to keep churning out these 100-yard rushing games and adding touchdowns and catching a couple balls, there's absolutely no reason to believe that uh, that award is not uh, super close within his grasp. As long as the Steelers keep winning, Harris keeps performing. It's just one of those things that uh, if, if the quarterbacks aren't on, uh, it typically falls to a running back and then a receiver thereafter. So uh, if you're uh, someone in that uh, sports gambling realm, uh, it might not be a, a bad bet, to, especially when odds start to shift as Harris starts to climb those poles, uh, th- those potential uh, winning uh, numbers will, will slip a little bit. So uh, the sooner you can get in on that, the better. Uh, keep your eye on Najee Harris and uh, the Steelers' offense to continue to churn out those rushing yards. And I think this could be another big game for uh, Harris up against the Seattle Seahawks. In the C- second half of our show today, I'll kind of turn uh, focus a little bit and look at that matchup against Seattle on Sunday night and why the Pittsburgh Steelers should win that game. So stay tuned for more live mic action. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Alrighty, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for the second half of the Live Mike podcast. Once again, my name is Michael Beck. Uh, if you like my content and you want to uh, to continue the conversation with me, uh, you're more than welcome to follow me on Twitter at MichaelBeck56. Uh, shoot me a tweet. We can uh, we can talk Pittsburgh Steelers any day of the week. Uh, it's one of my favorite topics, so by all means, uh, if uh, you want to continue conversations uh, that you hear here on the Live Mike or just uh, like uh, hearing about Steelers football uh, throughout your day, uh, Hit me, uh, hit me up, and uh, huck over a follow at Michael Back Fifty Six. Now, with that too, uh, one of the things that I've been talking about, of course, is the Steelers' next matchup. Uh, eye on the future here against the Seattle Seahawks. The Steelers' first prime time game uh, in that Sunday night slot. It's not quite going to be that uh, explosive affair that uh, we're kind of used to uh, seeing uh, with Russell Wilson at the helm of the Seahawks. Of course, uh, that finger injury that happened, uh, what, this past weekend, uh, Russell Wilson not, of course, uh, he's going to be out for a couple months, so (laughs) without a doubt, he will be missing this game. Uh, Geno Smith uh, will be the guy leading the charge for uh, the green and blue of uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Now, one of those things on Wilson first that I kind of think is somewhat interesting. Uh, for whatever reason, those Steelers-Seahawks matchups, something always ends up happening with the quarterbacks. And, and Since the Wilson era, and it's been weird. Uh, what, the last time would have been uh, 2019 when Seattle went to Pittsburgh uh, once again. And uh, in that game, that's when Ben Roethlisberger's elbow injury uh, became uh, too much for him to play. He was pulled and had that elbow surgery shortly thereafter, uh, missing the second half of the game. Of course, this week, Russell Wilson's missing the game from an injury beforehand. Uh, four years before that, in 2015, a game I was actually lucky enough to be in attendance for, Ben Roethlisberger ex- exited that game late with a concussion, uh, which I believe held him out the week after, but uh, against that uh, that was prime legion of boom years, Ben Roethlisberger had about 480 passing yards with Landry Landry Jones coming in the game late in the game, uh, and he uh, pushed that uh, total uh, for that entire game over 500 yards, so uh, if Ben were to be healthy, that could have been, what, his his fifth career 500-yard passing game against uh, that legendary secondary? Yeah, that's uh, just one of those interesting things. Since uh, Wilson t- took over that team, I believe, is 2012, those three matchups, something always ends up happening to either Roethlisberger or Wilson, and they do not uh, finish the game, or in this case, start the game at all against one another. Uh, so just one of those things uh, that's kind of interesting and I guess a little freaky in a way as well. Now... 
with this game, of course, uh, the Steelers have a bit of injury bug themselves. Juju Smith-Schuster, of course, uh, done for the year with that uh, shoulder injury. Uh, dislocation of sorts. Don't really know at this point, at the time of the recording, uh, whether or not it's a labrum or what it could potentially be. Uh, most likely, given his age, it's more than likely to be a labrum over a torn rotator cuff. Uh, and the timeline I've kind of heard was four months. So that's that's kind of on point with the torn labrum. Uh, so he's getting that fixed and uh, will be done for the year. That's a tough one with his uh, tough running ability uh, and a guy that will be greatly missed. It does seem like, at, once again, time of recording it hasn't happened yet. It seems fairly likely that after uh, uh, a passing of physical Anthony Miller, the former uh, Bears traded to the Texans receiver, will be uh, filling that spot on the Steelers roster. Nothing official yet, to, once again, at the time of recording. So uh, something to keep an eye out for, uh, another big body that the Steelers have uh, liked in the past to kind of uh, now become that Steelers wide receiver four, uh, perhaps wide receiver five with Ray Ray McLeod, perhaps getting a, another look uh, with Cody White also there in the building, but James Washington looked for him to have a bigger role as well as Deontay and Chase Claypool. Uh, the Steelers still have receiving talent, so as much as it sucks losing the the, the kind of bruising runner in Juju Smith-Schuster, the Steelers still have some guys to survive an injury like this. Perhaps even Eric Ebron and Pat Fryermuth get uh, a little bit more looks in the passing game, which honestly I think they should have regardless. Now, with Seattle coming to town, though, I think there's a, a lot of places the Steelers could take advantage of them. Uh, first and foremost, if Chris Carson doesn't go, the Steelers, or the, excuse me, the Seahawks' top running back, who missed the, the last week's game, that Thursday nighter, with his neck injury, if he misses another week with their top back out and their top quarterback out, I have a hard time seeing the Seahawks doing anything on offense. It does seem like Carson has a, a good chance of playing. Uh, so for the sake of it being a good game, that is definitely a positive note. Uh, but uh, if you're a fan of the Steelers and you don't care how they win and who's on the field, yeah, that's that's probably not uh, as great uh, news uh, for uh, people that uh, cheer uh, for wins regardless of how they come. Um with this game, though, once again, the, the Seahawks don't really have uh, the the crazy, nasty receiving core. Uh, of course, DK Metcalf is a beast. It'll be interesting to see how the Steelers try to cover him. Uh, Tyler Lockett's also a stud. Uh, a couple other rookies kind of fill out their team, but it, it's it's not a depth chart that scares the crap out of you. Um, it, it's not like they're six deep and uh, who's going to cover who. Basically, it comes down to who can slow DK uh, and uh, perhaps with the, the amount of injuries that Seattle's dealing with. Uh, the Steelers can uh, shift some uh, some bracket coverage his way and just take him out of the game. And uh, it, with injuries like this and with Geno Smith uh, being the guy, that that's, could exactly be the way the Steelers go about it. And, and let's not forget, the Seahawks' offensive line still is not very good. Uh, for whatever reason, Russell Wilson has never really had a good offensive line. Uh, I'd say he's pretty much had one good offensive lineman throughout his tenure in Max Unger, uh, who was eventually traded for Jimmy Graham uh, a few years ago. Uh, Dwayne Brown's still pretty solid, but I, I wouldn't say he's the best uh, left tackle in football, uh, especially given his kind of advanced age. There are a ton of holes the Steelers can pick on, and with uh, DJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, Melvin Ingram, Cam Hayward, you know the names. Uh, the Steelers are able to hunt quarterbacks, and they should have some success hunting down Geno Smith in this game. So I'm excited to see what the Steelers can do. Uh, you'd like to see some more turnovers in a game like this, especially with a backup quarterback. Uh, so I, I kind of look for a, maybe a, a pair of interceptions 
a pair plus. Uh, maybe uh, some forced fumbles if TJ Watt can get in the backfield. We know what he's able to do uh, when uh, when he is given uh, some one-on-ones uh, in that passing game. He can definitely knock balls out of quarterback's hands. So uh, those are definitely some uh, big keys to look out for. Defensively, the Seahawks are they're, they've always been a solid defense. Uh, their secondary hasn't been that great. Uh, Jamal Adams has kind of been you uh, been abused a bit uh, in that uh, in that coverage type role. He's been great coming down. Uh, he's been great blitzing, stepping up in the run game. But uh, for whatever reason, things just haven't clicked with him uh, as a, kind of that pass uh, defender. I, I believe he he might have one career interception still at this point, despite being one of the better safeties that uh, have been in the game the last number of years and then aside from that once again the, the Seahawks don't have that unbelievable pass rush uh, they have Bobby Wagner who's one of the if not still the best middle linebackers in football but there just isn't that talent that we're kind of used to seeing from Seattle and now they're kind of trending towards the bottom of the NFC West which of course is an absolutely loaded division so that isn't exactly saying much when you have the the Los Angeles Rams who how uh, you guys know how much I like them uh, you got your Arizona Cardinals. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals have been kind of beating up on everyone offensively and defensively. And then the 49ers, who I still think are a very solid team once they figure out their quarterback situation. Uh, if Trey Lance is just going to be the guy, uh, someone who seemed that probably needed a little bit more seasoning, but uh, with some Jimmy Garoppolo injuries, it seems like he might just be the guy right now. Uh, they're great defense. So uh, the Seahawks right now, they seem to be the least talented team in that uh, four-way race in the division. And I'm starting to lean towards uh, the Steelers being a, a pretty overwhelming favorite. I know I've picked against them the, the past couple weeks, but with the injury concerns the, the Seahawks are dealing with, uh, the Steelers coming off a big, impressive win, especially offensively, and uh, hopefully getting healthier once again this week for the Steelers, aside from losing Juju, which, once again, sucks. But uh, stuff the Steelers can get over to a degree. I think this is a team uh, right for the picking that uh, is the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm looking for the Steelers to have a pretty emphatic win, get back to 500, especially at home, especially in prime time. And uh, maybe Ben can uh, continue to silence the critics uh, like me who thought after the first uh, four weeks of seeing that uh, this tenure should probably have a fork stuck in it. But Ben Roethlisberger, uh, he, he bounced back. He wasn't asked to do too much, which is exactly what you have to do with Big Ben at this point in his career. If he can continue to do that if he can have like a 25 uh, attempt game uh, with Donji Harris having a, about 25 rushes and then hopefully hopefully it's an Anthony McFarlane picking up another five or uh, just whoever the other back is that's kind of the perfect world uh, for your 50 to 65 snaps in an NFL game uh, let's uh, let's make sure Donji Harris is getting fed first and foremost so that uh that pretty much wraps things up for today's uh, edition of the live mic. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for tuning in, but if you love this content, you love the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're only getting half the story uh, if you're just getting uh, your, your podcast from BTSC. Uh, make sure you click over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. There's everything there, uh, from injury reports to breaking news, film rooms, commentary, you name it. Uh, heck, top ten list. Everything you can want. It's there, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Uh, we update it by the hour. There's tons of stories 
stories dropping for you. If you love the Steelers, you love content, just make sure you're dialed in with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And speaking of that podcast platform as well, uh, what all the original titles that we have coming out to you, just make sure you're hitting that uh, that the five stars, so you're hitting the like button, you're hitting subscribe, what have you, uh, just to help support the channel. Uh, the more you help support us, the more we're able to bring uh, this great Pittsburgh Steelers-related content to you. So once again, thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Live Mike. My name is Michael Beck. We will catch you guys next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.